There's never a wrong time to create a vision board. If you know what you desire for 2023, but you haven't made a vision board yet or something like it, you could well be missing out on a massive opportunity. I've used vision boards since the beginning of my business to create my dream life on repeat. I've had huge success in using them as a manifestation tool and consequently my clients love to pick my brains and ask me questions about vision boards. So in the spirit of helping you create and live your dream life this year, I'm happy to be an open book and share much of what I've learned where I am now five years into vision boarding. So today we're going to go deep on all things vision boards, my process, what's worked, what hasn't, what's on my actual vision board right now. I'm going to take you on a tour of it, which feels slightly vulnerable, I'm not going to (laughs) lie, what's happened when I haven't had a vision board and what to do if you're not a super visual person. And before you grab a stack of magazines, some scissors and glue, stop, make sure you listen to this whole episode first because I do not recommend the usual approach that does the rounds on the internet. So I'm going to tell you how vision boards really work so that you can get yours done in the right way, aka a way that actually creates results for you. Who's ready for a vision board party? You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Cory Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com, lifestyle entrepreneur and business mentor to mothers who are ready for more, ready to live their dream lives. Yay. Oh, yes. Oh, yay. We're going to be talking about all things vision boarding today. I'm just kind of <laughs> giggling to myself because I rest my microphone for my podcasting on a stack of books. <laughs> It's like the most rudimentary thing. I used to have like an arm thing that held it and that broke and I've been meaning to get something. It's just been one of those things and it's not quite the right height unless I rest it on a stack of books. And I've got this particular stack of books assembled in front of me right here. And I was just giggling because it's so representative (laughs) of my life, really. The book on the bottom is Power Unbound or Unbound power, I can never remember which um, way around it goes, I can't actually see it from my vantage point unless I duck down and look at it. And it's by Kasia Urbanik and it's such a great book. I've recommended it strongly to every woman who I've worked with. It's just a really, really great book and understanding the kind of interplay in power. But really I read, even though she doesn't describe it this way in the book, I really, really read it as energy and it, there's a lot of energetics in it. The one above that is Domestic Bliss, which is a really old school book that I had, gave away and then bought a second hand copy of it because it's out of print just about kind of I don't, making the home feel just lovely and all the little things that you can do to really kind of cultivate feelings of joy around the home very much down for that and then on top of it I've got the RSPCA complete horse care manual <laughs> so it's just kind of representative of my life anywho we're here to talk about all things vision boarding because I get questions all the time from my clients inside of the masterminds that I run about vision boards, all the more so at this time of year, although I always say you can, oh, one second, 
Sorry about that. I had a call coming in. Normally I have my phone off or on do not disturb or whatever when I'm recording podcasts, obviously, but we are in the, the thick of house sales stuff. And so I have to actually receive calls, which is weird for me because normally I just ignore most calls from most people. <laughs> okay. So yes, I get this question. I get questions rather all the time about vision boards from my clients. I think because it's quite well known in my little um, bubble here that I've been using vision boards very successfully to create and manifest and live my dream life on repeat for years now. And so I've got it really down. (laughs) And I also have helped so many women with their own vision boards or something similar. So if you're not visual, stick with me because I'm going to be talking to you as well. Because what works for me, there are certain aspects of it that work for everybody. And there are certain things that a vision board must do if it's going to be effective. But then there are also ways that you can change it and adapt it to suit you. And you absolutely should because it's also about your own preferences and styles. So because we've been talking about, you know, your dream life, what is your dream this year? What is your compelling vision? What is your compelling why? Because we've been talking about that, I thought I've, and I've had so many questions about vision boards, I thought we could do a deep dive episode. So I'm going to be going through all of the things vision boarding. I'm going to be sharing exactly what I'm doing right now with my vision board, what's on it, how I'm using it. So you can have that most (laughs) up-to-date insight if that's um, interesting to you. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about all of the things. So I just want to remind you that that workshop and a free workshop that I did on helping you to really tune into what is your vision, what is your dream, so that you can get the clarity and the compelling why behind it, because these are the things that are required if you want to create significant positive change in your life, that workshop is still available. So you can head over to corriejavid.com forward slash 2023 and sign up and get that. So I just wanted to make you aware of that. And as I'm going to be hitting the road partway through the year with my family, I need to remind you that if you want to work with me this year, it would not do to dilly dally, my love. (laughs) Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate and complete an application form. If you even have an inkling that you maybe might want to work with me in some capacity this year, even though that's for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, I have another Mastermind Elevate Elite. But if you fill in the application form, I can give you some feedback on where you would be best placed, which container, if either, would be right for you. And I'm always completely on if I don't think that what I've got going on is going to be the best fit for you, I will let you know. And I will also let you know what I would recommend for where you're at. So don't be shy. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Complete an application form. Even if you're thinking like much later in the year, just don't delay because I only have limited spaces and I know that they're, well, they're already starting to get booked up significantly far in advance. So we can be having a conversation about something much later in the year if that suits you or earlier, depending on where you're at. So, okay. So let's get into all things vision boarding. Oh, vision boards. (laughs) I don't know if you know this I've, I mentioned it but I haven't mentioned it for years I did the very first vision board episode I did on this podcast was for years my top by a country mile best performing episode until <laughs> I did the episode how I manifested bigger boobs and that blew everything out of the water it is it outperforms all of my content by like triple. You guys just all want to know about the boobs, huh? I mean, maybe I should just dedicate the whole podcast from here on out to the energy of boobs. (laughs) I don't know. I find that one hilarious. Anyway, that being said, vision boarding is very consistently up there in the rankings of, of how my content performs, which just tells me that it's something that you're very interested in. And so because it's been a while since we've talked about vision boards in a in a deeper way, and I've been alluding to them and, you know, referencing them obviously frequently because they are such an important tool that I use and many of my clients use, I thought it's time. It's time for us to talk all the things. So grab a cup of tea or settle in, or if you're driving, keep your eyes on the road, whatever you're doing. Let's get into all the things vision boarding and how I've used them to change my life and continue to on repeat. So it doesn't matter where you're at. Let's just get this out of the way at first. You know, if, if you've like never used one and you're kind of a bit skeptical, cool. We'll talk about this. If you've used one, it didn't really work. Yes, this is also definitely for you. If you've used one and it worked a bit, but you're like, well, I don't know that it's creating my dream life or doing it really speedily then this is also for you. So this this episode is going to meet you wherever you're at because I've seen it all in, uh, you know, the spectrum of, of clients that I've worked with in terms of 
engagement with the vision boarding and the success with it. And I also am adept at meeting you where you're at and helping you use this tool in a way that really, really works for you. It is so effective. So let's really start with a fundamental point because this gets misunderstood. What is the point of a vision board? Now, I think that, and I could be wrong on this, but I think that vision boards became a significantly kind of bigger thing in people's consciousnesses, consciousnesses, after the the film and the book, The Secret, came out. I'm not the biggest fan of that, just going to say. But I think it gets misconstrued because there's this idea that, oh, well, I'll just put some pretty images of things that I want on a vision board and then I get to have them. Kind of, but not really. It's not the whole point. When you understand what a vision board is, is actually can do for you and you understand how it can work for you, then you can make sure that you are adapting it to suit you. So I can't go through every single permutation of people's nuances and circumstances and energetic preferences. (laughs) It would be here all day. But if you understand the fundamentals of how to get a vision board to work for you, then you can adapt your approach to suit you. And then you can also... Uh, be a good judge of whether or not it's working for you. And you've done it in, I use the word the right way, but I mean the right way for you. The way that is actually going to create positive change and intentional manifestation. So the point of a vision board is to use it as a tool with which to manifest. So that's the kind of like highest level point. It's a tool for manifestation. It is a tool for bringing into your reality things that you want in there. It's a way of getting intentional and making requests to the universe, God, angels, whatever you like to say, and or your higher self and engaging that part of your brain that will go and and do work for you subconsciously, right? All of those things, doesn't matter how you want to phrase it, which way you want to look at it, it's all manifestation, it's all bringing something into your reality. But the point of a vision board is it as a tool for, to assist you in manifestation. Now, it only works on an energetic level. It doesn't work only on just gazing at some pretty pictures or thinking a lovely thought in a moment and then continuing with your day. That is not enough. And I think that's often where vision boarding goes wrong. And I'll talk about um, the approach in a bit later in this episode. But I think that's where people fall down because it hasn't been explained fully as so that you can't check in with yourself that is this really working for me? So the real thing that you want to make sure that your vision board is doing, if you want it to work for you, if you want to use it as a tool to create, manifest, and live your dream life as I have, then it needs to spark a feeling in you. I'm going to say that again. It needs to spark a feeling in you. It literally only works as a manifestation tool in that way. If you look at it and it's lovely, but you don't feel anything, nothing will change. (laughs) It might work a bit in terms of keeping your, you know, brain cognitively on track. That can help a bit. But in terms of actually really harnessing your energy to create easeful, magical, incredible results and with speed, the kind of results that don't make sense, you know, that we love around here, then you have to make sure that it's engaging you at an energetic level and your feelings, how you are feeling in that moment is the way that it can do that. So said a different way, it should be altering your vibration. If it's not, it's not doing anything. It's not doing its job. If it's not changing your vibration, if it's not expanding you energetically or elevating you energetically, either of those things and or both, then it's not making change. It's not working in the way that it can and should if you want to use it effectively. So Another way of looking at it is that when we do spark that feeling, when we, and we'll talk about the kinds of feelings and stuff in a bit, but when we do spark an altered feeling, when we elevate our state, our vibration, we become in, you know, a match for the things that we want because we are raising our vibration into alignment with the things that we desire, with it being done. And that's an important part, not oh, maybe one day, not, oh, must be nice for other people, not, mm, I kind of hope, fingers crossed, but if it allows you to get into that state of it being done, 
It will be the most effective because that's how you become a match vibrationally for the things that you want. And this is harnessing the law of attraction, like attracting light. So it's a way of embodying the energy of the things that you desire by feeling the ways that you think that you will feel when you have the things that you desire. So in order to understand vision boards even more fully than that and manifestation, I've talked about before many times on the podcast, but I'll happily tell you again that anything that you want, anything that you're going to put on your vision board, you want it because of how you think it's going to make you feel. Simple. That's it. It isn't to do with the number of windows on the house, you know, or the number of cars in the drive, or how posh of a (laughs) private school you send your kids to, or like none of the tangibles are really it. None of them are really the thing that you are trying to manifest. What you're trying to manifest is the essence of it, which is the feeling that you anticipate feeling when you have that thing, you experience that thing, you do that thing. And so knowing that is a great way of then understanding how you can leverage energy to change your reality and to use the law of attraction. Because when you understand the essence of what it is that you desire, the feeling, then you can use your vision board as a tool that provokes that feeling. When we provoke that feeling, we are embodying it, right? We literally feel it in our body and in that moment, we are closer to it. We are collapsing the space and time between us and it because we're living it now, vibrationally. And we need to live it vibrationally first. We need to be able to hold it energetically first for it to come into our reality, physically, tangibly, second. So that's the point of a vision board. And it's really, really important to know that because it gets misunderstood. It gets portrayed as too surface level. And then you can go about it at a surface level way and then it doesn't actually do anything and doesn't do anything impressive. And it can do really impressive things. So everything that I have created, you know, that I get to define as success for me in my business and my life right now. And I've said, you know, many times, but to make the point that you get to do it too. <laughs> I am literally living my dream life right now and I'm on the way to living my next level dream life. Everything that I experienced that I love about my life started, it had its inception in my journal and on a vision board, all of the significant things in those two places. It started vibrationally first and then snapped into reality second. So this isn't something that just works for me now, oh, now that I've reached a certain level of success. This is what I used as a tool to create the success that I enjoy right now, to create the lifestyle that I enjoy right now. So what happens if you're not a visual person? I want to just answer this right, you know, early on here because I know that I'm a very visual person, but not everybody is. If you aren't a visual person, now that you understand what a vision board does, it's actually a manifestation tool and it is a way of you engaging with the things that you want to intentionally bring into your life and reality and experience. It's a way of representing your dreams, but it's specifically not just a way of representing them, it's a way of provoking that feelings-based response in you. Then cool, if you're not a visual person, What can you do that creates that response in you? Does music do it for you? Does the spoken word do it for you? Does speaking it out loud yourself do it for you? Does words, I've had clients have quote unquote vision boards, but they're all actually words and phrases, not pictures. What will create an altered vibrational state for you? What will elevate and expand your energy? that's what you use. And and you can call it a vision board, you can call it something else, but it's the same same tool, essentially. It's just a, a different application of the tool. Does that make sense? That's what you can do if you're not a visual person. So everything that I'm going to say in here is still interesting to you and you can still use it and then feed it into whatever is going to be the thing that you use instead. So for example, if you found that anything audio-based really was the thing that, you know, can give you goosebumps or have you have that elevated feeling or that fizzy excitement, whatever, then you could maybe like record yourself describing your dream life in all of its beautiful, glorious detail and get all amped up listening to it. So that would just be like an example, but I will let you decide what's going to work for you. But if now that you know how the tool works and you get to kind of come up with, well, what's your version of the tool? 
It's all about feeling. Okay, so my first ever vision board, what was on it? <laughs> that might be interesting to know. Uh, I'm trying to cast my mind back. I've got it because uh, I'm quite visual. I have a very strong mind's eye, so I can cast my mind back quite easily. So I created my first vision board I think either just before I actually even launched my business or around that time. And I had on it a number of things. I had on it six figures. So I took a screenshotted image of my Stripe account, which said zero. (laughs) And I doctored it in Canva to say 100,000. And it was like just slightly over 100,000 or something like that. I also, and you might have heard me talk about this before, I did things like I created pretend testimonials and things because I really wanted to make an impact and I wanted to have that feeling of having made that impact and I put those on my vision board and I put on what else did I put I put on travel and I'm trying to think when this one crept in you might have heard me talk about this if you've heard any discussions on vision boarding before for a long time I had a brand new BMW X5 on my vision board and that's one of the few things that I have not manifested and it's not because I couldn't I can just go to BMW today and, and buy one I don't want it <laughs> So so that's a clue into how vision boards, you know, don't work. Is if you don't actually really want it at a soul level, you won't make it happen. So yeah, so I had quite a lot of business-based stuff on there and then some lifestyle things. I'm trying to think the lifestyle things, I can't really remember those ones as well. The business ones stick out. But then after that, I started having things on my vision board like feelings of spaciousness and things like yoga, because I didn't have any kind of regular practice on that front. Healthier food was something that's featured. And then things like going for afternoon tea and going to the spa, these kind of treats that felt like once a year type of things. I wanted them to be really regular. And that was something fairly early on. I'm either thinking my first or second iteration of my vision boards, those were featuring quite highly. So I don't know if that's interesting, but those are the kinds of things that I was putting on my vision board and manifested like 95 percent of them there have been two things that i have not manifested the mercedes and uh, mercedes bmw there was a cartier bracelet which is just really quite funny and it's just it's quite funny because it's so representative of other people's idea of success and how we so easily are influenced into taking it on as our own vision of success so around the time of my kind of in my first year early days of my first year in business somebody who I respect online was just blowing up her business was really taking off and she bought herself this Cartier bracelet and I don't know if it's the Cartier love bracelet and I don't know if you've seen other business owners it's kind of a thing in the online business coaching space I don't know why I know of a number of business coaches who are successful who have one or you know I know some who have like three and they were three at once you know it's this kind of marker of success and I did genuinely like the look of it and I thought yes I will be the kind of person who spends thousands of pounds on a Cartier bracelet and it shall be the marker of my success and I could have bought that I could have bought that years ago I could have bought 10 of them 20 of them however many could have bought them for all my friends haven't it's obviously just not important to me and I find that one quite funny because it's so it's such a great illustration of how if we're not being intentional about tuning inwards to define what success means to us then it's really easy for us to absorb other people's ideas of success and then you know obviously that it's a trivial thing it's a bracelet who actually gives a fuck (laughs) but I could have told myself that I suck and I'm not successful because I haven't made that happen you know and actually it's because I don't want it So that's kind of an interesting one. And then for a while I had on my vision board, this is a random one, shutter blinds. (laughs) I really, this was back when our house was right in the most messiest middle of renovations and shutter blinds, I felt like at the time they were quote unquote expensive, don't like that word. But they are a considerable sum of money, particularly because we didn't want the plastic version that are made to look like wood with all of our decisions and things like this. We like to go with natural products as best we can. We wanted the solid wood and that came at a higher price point and we have three bay windows at the front that we wanted shutter blinds for and so you pay per shutter so that's actually three times three that's actually nine essentially and we had them priced up and they were like many many thousands of pounds and it felt like a a, a lot 
and it stayed in my vision board for a while. And then as I was redoing my vision board one time, I thought, oh, do I take that off? Like, why haven't I manifested that? And then I realized it's because I'd been making it feel hard and far away. Remember, we've talked about this before with manifestation before. As soon as something feels hard and far away, the universe has noted it's hard and far away for you. (laughs) So that's what happened with the shutter blinds. Once I realized that, I... Sorry, I just paused for tea, so I'm kind of like making, just trying to think that, did I, am I continuing with my same train of thought? This is one of the, <laughs> the joys of having an unedited podcast. Um, so around that time when I realized that I'd made it hard and far away, I then had a conversation with my coach about, okay, I've, I've made this hard and far away and it's actually part of something bigger, which is our renovation. It's taking too long. I'm sick of it. I want certain things just done already. I wanted the lounge done. It was so far away from, I wanted like a lovely living space. I wanted carpet on the stairs already. Damn it. <laughs> We lived without carpet for a long time. I wanted the hallway plastered and I wanted these shutter blinds. So I got I got specific. This is a, a manifestation, little manifestation tip as well. When you get specific, then you can really work with it energetically. Because then I was like, okay, how much is this going to cost me? And I totted it up. And then I brainstormed with my coach. Okay, well, how? what are the different ways that I can bring that money in? And I just was not available for, you know, bringing on a significantly increased number of clients because of my non-negotiable around my hours. And so that wasn't going to happen. And I didn't have a way of quickly, I didn't have a revenue stream set up at the time that I could quickly, you know, have a bit of a cash injection on that front. And she said, well, you're just going to have to then manifest it in some other way. What are other ways? And I was like, I don't know. And so then it came to me, okay, maybe I could get a loan or anyway. Long story short, I manifested a gift of half of the money. (laughs) And it turned out just because of how things are that we ended up then finding the rest of the money. I created the rest of the money through the business and I got all of those things done and got them done really quickly. Now, it would have stayed on my vision board if I hadn't have caught myself in making that hard and far away. So this is another way that vision boards are really effective. It's not only about the, I put it on the vision board, I feel the great feelings, I bring it to me. Yes, that's the main way. But also, it gives you that opportunity, that thing to check in with from a couple of different aspects of, number one, is there something I genuinely desire? If it's been hanging around on this board for a while, is there some part of me that either doesn't want it or doesn't feel safe receiving it? So it gives me an opportunity to clear up my vibration that way. Or am I telling stories around this? Am I telling myself that this has to be hard or far away? And again, then you can clear up your stories around that. Now, when we can clean up our stories, either resistance or a story that it needs to be hard or far away, boom, we've elevated our energy back into alignment with it and it gets to come in so quickly as evidenced by this story just then. So these are some of the things that used to be on my vision boards that, um, you know, either did or didn't work. And I think it kind of just can be really useful to see them. Pretty much everything else, I really am struggling to think of anything else that I haven't manifested. They're that effective, (laughs) that effective. Now, when I talk about my vision boards, I just counted my current vision board has 28 images on it. Now, that doesn't mean there's 28 separate things that I am requesting from the universe. And I'll tell you what's on the vision board in, in a bit. So don't necessarily misunderstand me there and how I've evolved my vision boards over time, actually. And I think maybe this is an important point. And it's just the evolution of things and how we understand ourselves, etc. I used to have more things on my vision board, like cars and shutter blinds and bracelets. And now I have things that are more about experiences because I understood somewhere along the way my personal values and the things that I derive most value from are experiences over things. So typically there are more experience-based imagery and therefore I kind of go with kind of clusters of photos that all speak to that type of experience. Whereas previously there would have been a little bit of that, but then it would also have been a bit of like a shopping list of items. (laughs) So that's a little bit in terms of how my vision boards have evolved over time. But my vision board has actually evolved most significantly just recently in, in its actual format because we're hitting the road. So I talked about that. I used to always, I used to go to Hobbycraft and buy like, I think it's A0 or A1 poster board. Or sometimes I would reuse one. The photos 
because it's got a slightly shiny sheen to it. If And I would always use printed photos. They would like come off quite easily and I would reuse it or, or use the reverse side of it or whatever. But then occasionally I'd, it would be so wrecked I would need a new ones <laughs> off I'd go to Hobbycraft. And I have typically done a vision board every six months. I've had a couple of periods where I didn't have one for a while or I felt like mine had been made redundant. Um, For example, well into the pandemic, I was feeling a bit meh and... When I haven't had vision boards and haven't been actively using one, my life experience is kind of, it's almost like somebody turned down the saturation of color. <laughs> it's almost like I felt like a little bit adrift, a little bit coasting, not in a kind of contented way and a bit of a kind of meh. So I do really feel it and I can look back and notice and pinpoint the exact periods when I haven't had a vision board. So I find them as a really great way of staying on track energetically and staying connected with both. The thing with how I do my vision boards is I feel gratitude for the what is as well as excitement for the what will be. Um, And I think that's something actually I probably should have mentioned at the top. I don't hear many other people talking about that with vision boards, but I think it's really important because gratitude is such a high vibrational frequency it just makes sense in terms of if you're going to really amp up and and use this tool to its greatest effect throw in some gratitude why not it's like sprinkling on some lighter fluid right and also though i'm always interested in and mindful of the interplay and the balance that needs to be struck between enjoying the what is feeling so rooted grounded and grateful for the right now and being able to hold anticipation and excitement for the what will be. When we get that balance wrong, um, we often feel off. Either we end up too much energy up in our heads if we're only focusing on future, 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 goals, goals, goals kind of thing. And that can cause all sorts of energetic problems and we can feel a bit disconnected and it just doesn't really serve us. And actually it can be harder to manifest from that place because we're kind of telling ourselves inherently within that that the right now is not good enough. And then we're trying to manifest to, I call it fill a hole, which is you can manifest that way. It doesn't feel great though. It doesn't feel satisfying and often it's a lot harder work. So I think it's really important that whatever your approach, whether it's an actual vision board or something similar to it, whatever tool, that it is combining the feelings that you are excited for, looking forward to, but also roots you in gratitude for the what is. And being able to have both coexisting is really important. When I was the opposite way, so I've, I've definitely been there in terms of being too future-based before and had to pull myself back and, and restrike the balance. Previously, before I got into my business and all of this and understood all of this, I can see now with hindsight that a lot of my problem when I was in my corporate days stemmed from the fact that I knew that I wanted more but didn't allow myself that desire and didn't allow myself to explore that desire, really understand what it would mean or even give myself be able to sort of expand and hold the possibility that that could happen for me because I felt that in wanting more, I was therefore being ungrateful for what I had. And so I had that balance wrong. And so I felt like, well, who am I to want more? Because I have this, this, and this, which is what I already wanted anyway. Shouldn't I just be satisfied with what I've got? But ultimately... It's not satisfying, is it? Because we are growth-seeking beings and we are always, I think, looking for new experiences and the fulfillment of new desires and basically forward motion in some aspect. Even if you're very content with much of your lot in life, I think we still want to be growing on some front. Otherwise, we feel like we're stagnating. So, Anyway, long story short, get some gratitude in whatever you're doing. So um, a significant portion of how I've engineered my vision board right now is so that I'm leveraging the gratitude for the what is and using that as a stepping point into the future life that I'm manifesting. So like I said, I used to get the old poster board and print out photos. Um, So my process is starting with my journal, starting with the question, what do I want? What do I desire? Knowing that I get to have, receive and experience anything without limitation. That's an important part. And knowing that it's safe to do so. That's an important part. And knowing that I'm just inherently worthy of any of my desires. Also an important part. What do I desire? And you can dive into that workshop, corriejavid.com forward slash 2023, if you want to be able to tune into your desires more fully. 
But I start with my journal and I get really clear. And then from this kind of like free flow writing, I then extract, okay, what are the key themes? What are the key kind of headlines or main things that I can represent on my vision board? And I make a list. And there's usually way more than I can fit on a vision board. I normally have like 30, 40 (laughs) things. And as I'm writing them down, now because I kind of have been doing this and have mastered this process, I'll just go straight to what visual would represent that thing, that feeling, that experience, etc., rather than do it in a two-step approach. Like, what is the thing? And then what image could represent it? So I used to do it that way. Then I would go and trawl either my own photos, my Google Photos album, or things like Unsplash or Pinterest. But I'll be specifically looking for something that represents and makes me feel a certain way represents that feeling, represents the thing that I want. And then once I've amassed all of the photos, so I used to then play with placing them on the board before I stuck them down and I would group them into common themes and then I would have to decide what goes and what stays. And that can be an interesting process as well because sometimes even during that, you realize actually, no, that one doesn't feel that compelling to me. Cool, don't put it on the board. And by the way, I would often do this with my daughter. She loves a vision board too. So get the kids involved if that feels good to you or do it as a solo kind of party, whatever works. But this year, I've done mine exclusively in Canva. I haven't ever, I've I've kind of dabbled with a vision pin board before and things and just never really used them because I always just had this big poster board and I would have it sitting in my office, typically to my left, but then when I reoriented my office, it was to my right. But I would refer to it every day and gaze at it with intention every Every single day. And so it's always at top of mind, always in my sphere of reference. Right now, it's my wallpaper on my desktop. So I fire up my computer. There it is. I am faced with my vision. That's not enough, though. I think to really leverage it, you want to actively engage with it. Now, that could be looking at it and saying some affirmations or looking at it and striking a power pose. The thing that I'm loving doing right now is I pop on my favorite manifestation song that makes me feel all kinds of high vibe. I'm giggling because the song really, I'm sure is about sex. (laughs) But the words have a double meaning for me and they mean that the things that I desire are coming to me. So let's not dwell on that. It works, but it's also kind of funny. And that's why I can't talk about my manifestation song without a bit of a giggle (laughs) creeping in my voice. It works. And I've probably mentioned before that it's a song that I used to use. And then I went off it for a while and I brought it back and it just feels very, very good and very magical. So I pop in my headphones. I get, well, I don't have to get my vision board onto my computer because it's just there as soon as I power up. And before I do anything, hear me on this, before I take any action in my business, before I do anything, I do my vision board engagement piece. And I'm talking, it's the length of the song, three minutes maximum. I put on the song, I gaze at the board, I just let my mind wander. Sometimes I'll close my eyes and feel the feelings just because I've already had it kind of infiltrate me, you know, my consciousness by looking at it. I often put my arms in the air, which yes, is a power pose. And yeah, probably my neighbors think I'm a lunatic because there I am most mornings with headphones on, singing at the top of my lungs and my arms in the air, my eyes closed, like some sort of evangelical moment or something. Um, Don't care. It works. I feel so amped up after that, so certain of the limitless possibility that exists, so anchored into abundance, so sure and certain that my dream life is on its way for me, so grateful and in gratitude for what I have. It is so potent and so powerful and that is why it works. And that is how I've been using vision boards to manifest for years. Now, if I just gaze at it, it's quite effective, but for me, amping it up with the music is really the thing that gets the juices going. So that's how I've been using it. That's how it's evolved over time. What else can I tell you? Oh, I also have a secondary vision board. So because my focus, my manifestation focus right now is very strongly rooted in our next level dream life, hitting the road for a year and buying a farm, because that is just occupying all of my attention right now, that is almost entirely everything that's on my vision board. So it's all personal life and lifestyle and dream life based. But I have a secondary vision board for business and actual monetary goals. So I have some monetary goals represented on there in the same kind of ways that I talked about before. 
I actually just grabbed them from other people who have shared their like income reports. I was like, cool, that looks good. I can get on board with that, pop that in there and some other metrics that are goals in my business that I'm working towards. And then also I have a very vibey background and then one kind of like verbal statement in the middle, which is just that, I'll just tell you what it is. I am abundance because just always reminding myself that I am my source of abundance. So I don't get too carried away and too attached to any of those business things. Now, I don't use that as frequently, probably once, twice a week, just because although I want to keep them top of mind and these are things that I do want to manifest, the other lifestyle goals are bigger, more important, more priority right now, but also numbers will only ever get me so far um, and they're not the most exciting. So it's not the thing that's going to really elevate and expand me energetically. So I, I use it still as a tool to kind of keep my energy flowing in the business in that direction. But the bigger thing, the bigger picture for me is the life in general. So what the devil is on my vision board right now? What I'm going to do is I'm going to minimize this window so I can literally tell you. I'm going to walk you around my vision board, which feels, I don't know why, there's not going to be anything on here. I'll just tell you now, spoiler, there's not going to be anything surprising on here. You know me well enough to, you'll be like, yeah, 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 exactly what I was expecting. So I can't understand why, because you know me, I'm such a well, I I love being an open book. I also TMI often. And yet it feels vulnerable talking through it, but I'm, I'm willing to do it because I just know that I find it really fascinating what people put on the vision board. So I would want to know. So at the top left corner, I've got three images that represent our farm in Ireland, um, farmhouses, one of them even conveniently has a horse in front of it. So that's why I selected that particular image. None of them feel like the farmhouse for us. So I don't feel like I look at it and I'm like, I'm gonna live in that exact one. It just evokes that feeling of being there. Just above that, then I've got two images of interiors of A-frame houses, which might sound kind of contradictory, but our plan is to, if we can, if we can get permission, build a second dwelling on our property to live in while we renovate the main house and then to have an Airbnb. And if we get our way, we will have an A-frame because we're obsessed with that architecture. So that's on there. And either way, we'll probably build one at some point in Italy. That's also the plan. So cool, cool works on many fronts. Then I also have a picture of the Irish countryside. Actually, now I've got one, two, three, four pictures of the Irish countryside because it's just so evocative to me. And a big part of the move is just being really connected with nature. Um, A couple of them uh, I took myself and a couple of them I found online. Then I've got a collection of photos all around van life and our travels. So I've got one, two, three, four, five photos of either me and or us as a family on our travels and adventures recently, just to kind of, you know, anchor in the gratitude for the what is, the what has been, and also that feeling, because it's that feeling of us being together and adventuring on the road that I'm so excited for. I've also got a fan, a, a fan, a picture of my cup of tea from the van. That's where that <laughs> mishap came from. Uh, gazing out at the beach with the back doors open from what I took from bed, which just is for me the dream life of van life. It's having a cup of tea, staring out at nature from my bed. I mean, I don't know that life gets better than that personally. <laughs> and then I've got um, another photo of, of uh, it's a really beautiful photo. It's got like a tree in blossom and and a horse in a paddock because. My daughter's dream is is fast becoming my dream. I'm becoming more and more <laughs> horsey by the day. Um, and then under there, I've got a couple of photos of some really beautiful Airbnbs in Italy because one of the things I intend to do is to rent some really glorious large Airbnbs at various places on our travels so that family and friends can come and stay for us and only need to pay for their flights. That feels like a really abundant and cool as fuck thing to do. So I'm looking forward to that. I've got a photo of somebody doing a yoga headstand with a mountain backdrop. Now my yoga, although I love it and I've been doing it for years, I'm very not sophisticated, very not, really not sophisticated at it. And I can't do any kind of headstands or things, but I see that in my future. And it just gives me that kind of encouragement to keep up with my practice. And also the idea of being able to do yoga outside regularly really um, gets things going for me. And then under that, I've got, I've got somebody lifting weights because I have been often on the bandwagon with weights and I really like feeling strong and I'm going to need to be strong if we are to have a farm. (laughs) So I like to keep that on there. And the woman doing it, she just looks like a badass. And so it just makes me feel like a badass uh, thinking about doing weights. Oh, I missed a photo. I also have a photo of somewhere that we intend to go um, that's very beautiful that I've seen another van life couple go to in Turkey. 
So that's there just to kind of talk. It's that gives me that feeling of adventuring, going to really cool places that we've not been to before. Then, <laughs> then I've got a photo of somebody frolicking. <laughs> this does make me laugh because this one is, well, it is what it is, in a field. And she's got, and it's about the fact that she's in nature, but I'm going to be completely and brutally honest. It's because she's got this really glorious long hair. Now, I'm not the sort of person who has previously suited long hair. My hair previously has not been that thick or full. And I keep saying previously because. I'm just going to I'm just going to own it. One of my manifestation goals is hair health. <laughs> there I said it. And I've actually made some progress on that front anyway. Part of it is let's just be honest and say it for what it is. Part of it is vanity. There. <laughs> part of it is vanity, but also part of it is I genuinely have a very clear focus on just nourishment and health. And I see hair as a kind of a marker of that, uh, hair and skin, but skin hasn't been as much of a problem. So that just is something that I'm working towards. And then next to that, then I've got some pictures of food that are particularly nourishing, things that I like to do, like gummies. I don't know if you're not into kind of things like metabolic health and stuff, you might be like, what the hell, but homemade gummies and uh, somebody with some raw milk, that sort of thing that gets me <laughs> excited hey and then I've got uh, an interior of a farmhouse kitchen because that's you know the food the kitchen being the hub of the home the farmhouse it's all represented in one thing and then I've got another travel photo at the bottom there so that's what's on my vision board right now most of it feels like I know it's it's happening already it's either happening and or on its way to me and so I don't currently have anything on my vision board that feels like a big, big stretch. I mean, some of it, like we haven't found our dream farm. We don't know if we'd get permission for the A-frame, you know, and undertaking a year of travel and, and relocating is a big deal and it's not kind of done yet. So, so I'm kind of just keeping the vibe high about all of those things, but I don't have anything on there that feels, it's funny because it felt like a stretch, but because I've been using manifestation um, and energetics around it to bring it closer, it is literally coming closer and it's less of a stretch is that making any sense um but previously i've had things on my vision board that i'm like i have no earthly idea how i would even go about that whereas on my business vision board there the things are stretchier and uh, there's nothing that sort of i'm just gonna say nothing that exciting it is exciting but i mean there's nothing that unusual over there it's there's something about a secret project that i'm not going to reveal yet so there's something around that and then there's some um, passive income goals that i'm working on so, you know, there's nothing like hugely surprising, probably nothing hugely surprising either way. But there you go. I thought it might be interesting to share it. So I've shared it. Okay, last but by no means least, how to know you're doing it right and why you need to step away from that stack of magazines um, before you get started. So I've seen so many people, you know, talking about vision board parties and they turn up and there's a stack of magazines and you just flick through it and be like, oh, that's nice. I'll snip it out and put it on a vision board. I'm hoping that now that I took lengths at the beginning of this episode to explain how vision boards really work, I'm hoping that you'll see that is no way to create an effective tool for yourself because it doesn't contain enough intentionality you must start internally you must start with yourself with what it is that you truly desire not just flicking through a catalog and going yeah that might be nice yeah that might be nice that's how we end up with things like the cartier bracelet you know <laughs> that just really don't actually speak to us where i'm speaking for myself there but that's how you end up with things on your vision board that don't actually do anything for you so it absolutely must start from within start with the vision workshop if you haven't already corriejavid.com forward slash 2023 i create did it for you for free you're welcome go and get it it has to start from within and it has to be so specific to you so compelling to you and the things that you include on a vision board or similar tool whether it is a picture an image that you've created a doodle or a drawing I've got lots of clients who love using that words again I've got lots of clients who love using actually a word based board or whether you're doing some sort of soundscape for yourself or some people do mind movies where they have it all animated. It doesn't matter which format, whatever it is, whether it is a word or a sound or a visual, it must spark a feeling in you. If it doesn't, it's got no place on it, on your board or in your tool, because it's not going to have the impact that the tool is designed to 
create within you. It's not going to expand you energetically to be able to hold the possibility of this coming into your reality. And it's not going to be able to elevate your energy such that you're in alignment with it being true now, because it you only get there by connecting with the feelings. Thoughts for sure help, but because they help to spark feelings and your belief system will be at play. But this is a great way of getting your belief system on board because you're tuning into the embodiment of it. And that's much easier than kind of just exclusively noodling your way there mentally. So how to know if you're doing it right is, did you start from within, not from that stack of magazines? Did you start with yourself? Did you start with what it is that you truly want? And are you using it daily? I would say daily. Are you using it before you, it doesn't have to be at the very start of the day, you know, as soon as you wake up. I know that if you've got young kids, that can be challenging. But I would say before you sit down and take any action, this is a way of making sure that your action is more aligned with where you're going and what you're doing by doing this first, getting your energy on point first. So are you using it daily? These are some of the questions you can be asking yourself. And then also, is it making you feel something? Now, if at some point your vision board stops making you feel something, reevaluate, change it up. Uh, It's not a once a year thing. I know it gets kind of presented that way and I've typically done them every six months, but that's because I seem to just manifest in sort of six month cycles. I, I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but I actually even had a vision board where I manifested it before I even created the board. So I collected together, I went through the whole journaling and and sourcing photos and I had them printed and I had them sent to the house and then I didn't have a a board and I was going to go and get a board and then they got shoved in a drawer and this was around the time when our homesteading farm life dreams were feeling hard and far away and I've talked about this before so I won't get into it again. And so the purpose of that vision board was to make it feel closer and possible and expand my reality to include it. And um, I did then forgot about them. And I was clearing out a drawer uh, in preparation for, I knew that we would be moving. And I've been, you know, for months now, moving through our items and seeing what I can thin out and throw away and, and all the things. And I found them and I was like, oh my God, yes, these. And I just went through them. I'm like, well, yeah, done, 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 done. And there's no point in putting them on a vision board because they feel like done. <laughs> so that was really funny. Okay, so I hope this has been useful to you. I hope you now fully understand vision boards. I hope it's been interesting having some insight into my processes and how I've used vision boards over time and how that's changed and grown, what I've learned from it. And I hope that you now feel like you are equipped with the knowledge to find a tool, whether it isn't a vision board in a kind of more standard sense that I use or something that similar that, you know, different, something that works for you, a tool that works for you in this way. And I hope you understand how you can check in with yourself from two angles. One, the angle of, is this thing working for me and with me? And then on the other side is, you know, using it to check in with, am I making this hard and far away? Do I have resistance to this? Because these are some of the ways. It's not just the positive side. It's also being able to identify if there's anything holding you up. This is why it's such a powerful thing. All right, my love, I have absolutely loved hanging out with you talking all things vision boarding and never forget you are limitless bye for now hey my love do we talk every tuesday if not we totally should you see each tuesday i send out a message exclusively to my besties on my email list these are pep talks hits of inspiration behind the scene peaks lessons I've learned in life, business and motherhood and notes from the heart. And if I say so myself, (laughs) these are some gold you don't want to be missing out on. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash Tuesday and sign up to receive my weekly notes. Plus, you'll be gifted my morning mindset routine designed to help you slay your day and your goals because I believe even as mothers, we can have a morning mindset routine that works for us. That's corriejavid.com forward slash Tuesday. Tuesday.